at the sound of my voice was originally created for me to verbalize my poetry. Initially, when I first began writing, it was a way for me to escape. To use words to create a different outcome when whatever was happening in my life wasn't what I wanted it to be. Well, you know how the mind works. Once your imagination starts to run, if you let it run long enough, you might end up somewhere new. I've always been one a desire to inspire mental as well as a physical stimulation with my work. With this platform, I want to introduce the most seductively, prolifically diverse, widest array of poetry and scripted stories that will arouse the audience's intellect and hopefully provide a newness in their perspectives. Now, at the sound of my voice, let's go. spoil you forever, never leave you physically, mentally or emotionally alone. May I cook for you what you like, feed you at night, that loves lust that moistens us and feels us just right. May I caress you when you're uneasy, not just to please me but to ease your tensions without mentioning my angst. I love to love what you love that I can do for you so much that when I open doors for you, I can't help but stare at you. My thoughts at full speed when it comes to you, dying in your eyes, living in your heart, hoping to heal your scars. May I watch the places you can't reach, your special places gently if you teach me. I'll tease you until it teases me, kiss you with truth as your body tells me what's hiding beneath your skin. As smooth as it gets, I love the way you lay, your walk, your sway. I feel as if there's never enough time in the day, or night for that matter. So what if I told you that tired I may be sometimes, but when your body calls me, I instantly refuel full of energy. Yo, whenever you like. Sometimes, yes, I bite. If only for a split second of grazing that outer layer so that I can grip her just right. Aside from my sessions, I consider you a blessing. Regardless of our stresses, I never second guess this. So again, may I show you this when I get home. Hold you as my very own, queen next to me, comfortably on her throne. P.S. I'm almost home. like some more of me. My efforts to allow you marination in the state that I left you also implorably infuses your body to flame for me and your mind to forcibly insist on having another portion of my potions effect on your vials rivaling any imaginations of pleasure before me. Your inner crevice just before your sixth sense aches for my presence of whispers released from my lips to yours opening your pores in preparation for many of my orbs release of what leaves your liquidity filled with my intentions to suspend your mind in time to back when you believed that there was a me to believe in without reservation i waste none of you in the moment that my thirst is quenched with the last flinch from you as your attention follows and pressing upon your legs to shake when your mind wanders your eyes closed to wake up to yourself hiding from no one else. Imagine me as your inner you dividing myself as I enter and travel to every emotionally strained or darkened corridor of your body that you need me to. Can I? Can you? 
whispers from me. Queen She Part 2 is a continuation of Queen She, uh, one of the earlier pieces on the podcast. Um, it's basically continuing that celebration because we have to always remember to continue not just what we started, but continue that gesture that you may have done just this morning, just yesterday, last week, last year. You can't ever drop the ball. You know, we get busy sometimes as men. We, we go to work. We feel like, hey, we pay the bills, this or that should just be understood. But no, you always have to have that anticipation. And that anticipation has to come from a different place. It can't be something that's planned all the time. You have to be in a space where you understand that even when, you're, even when your queen doesn't know it, it's up to you to remind her. And once you remind her, it takes away what doubt may come. And if there's doubt there, you being consistent or consistently what you've always been makes a difference. You know, it's not about how much we struggle or how much we have to bear. That's what we're here for. But we also have to understand what that queen gives us. So if you plan on being there, you, you got to really tap into that side of you that gives you that peace and most of the time it is her imagine if she wasn't there then what do you do you know i never pride myself in trying to act as if i have the, all the answers or if i'm perfect or anything like that it's never that it's never the case you know you live you learn and as you watch your queen grow you help nurture her the way she nurtures the home and when she comes in it's not even an intercoursal thing it's more of you getting into her mind to try to better understand, not manipulate, not control, not try to figure out a way to get her to see it your way. Because if you got her, a woman's nature is to nurture anyway. So if you got her, she's going to have you when she doesn't even realize that's what it is. She just snaps into this is who I am. I got you. I'm going to do this. I'm going to be there for you. I got you covered. You know, certain things aren't even a question when you're on your game, when you're doing what you need to do. And, um, you know, as we go through life, we, we have to understand that there's more to um, trying to figure out how to get them to see it our way how to get the world to see how much we have to deal with or go through. That's what we're here for. So if there's so much on us that we have to try to get people to understand it, think about it. We were put here with strength enough to endure it. Don't put her through it. Um, now again at 2 a.m., which is the second part of Queen She Part 2. Um, I wrote that one basically at the time to kind of say, hey, this is this is session two. You know, there's always that notion that a man after that first one, it's over with. So it does start off with a sexual connotation, but it's also a double or triple entendre when you go into the realm of um, after you got the girl, 
you stop doing what you used to do. You know, you never do that. You never do that. If you can be conscious of the fact that this is what used to happen and you get back to it, you make it happen. Um, from a from an intimate or even a sexual sense, you know, putting yourself aside in most cases, you know, that, that round two is inevitable. It happens because you're so considerate and so concerned about the pleasure and the pleasing of that queen that no part of you is done. When you take you out of the equation, I guarantee you there's a certain love inside of that lust that comes from her, a certain energy that comes from her that wants to nurture you, that wants to keep you engaged, keep you showing her that type of reverence. And it's not a worshiping type of thing. It's more of a just being considerate because ch- more than likely you've seen it before. So just know if you got her, she got you. But number one, don't get her just because she got you. Get her because you know she's worth it. She's worth your time. She's worth your effort. And in all cases, that's what she was born to be. You're a king, but never forget that she's a queen. Thank mm-hmm. you.